So today is, a, uh, is our Thanksgiving offering Sunday uh, where we get to give to our missions. I did not forget the offering. I already had a couple people, you got the offering? No, I didn't forget the offering. We're going to do the offering later on in the service. But uh, on your seat is this brown envelope. And, uh, and I want you to be, pr- I think you have been praying, but I want you to think about what God wants you to give as we give today our big offering. And, and listen, if you don't have the money to give today, we'll take your money anytime. We're nice like that, but we, we, but we want to give to our missions, and this is our missions offering that will, go f- that will be our missions to cover our mission budget for the year and, and just keep blessing people around the world. Uh, I, want to, I want to stop for a moment right now and pray for our friends in Iraq. Um, as you know, Neil that was here just a few months ago, um, they bombed the, uh, there was some bombing going on in Iraq this past week, and uh, I don't, hadn't been able to get connected with them. I'm sure they're okay, or I would have heard, but I just want us to stop for a moment, because we can get so caught up in our day-to-day and forget about people that are somewhere else that are suffering for the cause of the Lord, and so we want to just pray a protection over them and a blessing over them. Can we do that right now? Can we just do that? Can you lift your hands toward the Lord? Lord, we just love you. We thank you, Lord, for Neil and his beautiful family. We pray, God, a hedge of protection over them, their team, uh, their their church family, Lord Jesus, as you would just guard them, protect them, watch over them, and Lord, we know that you're a faithful God and that you do all things well. So, God, we we just pray, God, for your blessing upon them. And we send prayers out from this house today to that region for for you to do great and mighty things and to continue to grow the kingdom of God in Iraq. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen, amen. amen. I'll tell you what, I'm a little emotionally moved today between the worship and then the veterans. I'm kind of all tore up inside. I really feel the presence of God so beautiful in this place today. And I'm just going to share with you shortly today. I know you don't believe that, but it's going to be short. So I want us to go from Psalms 100, and if you'll turn with me there, I'm reading from the Passion Translation. And, um, and this is a praise to God. It's a prophetic song of thanksgiving. Uh, this is my favorite time of the year. Oh, by the way, go Tigers. Did I say that? So, you know, the Lord is coming soon. Hallelujah. So, lift up your eyes. So, um, so I want to I just say today that this psalm, this psalm is a psalm of praise and thanksgiving. And this time of the year is a special time of the year. Uh, I, 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 you know, we were dragging Christmas stuff out of the attic this week. And, you know, we decorate for Christmas. And, and every, how many love Christmas? How many love Christmas? Okay, how many love Thanksgiving, though? Going, that's still a Christian holiday. I'm so happy we still have Thanksgiving. And, and, and we're dragging stuff out of the attic, and already in the stores there's Christmas stuff everywhere. We hadn't even got Thanksgiving done. And, and I think that we can just skip over in our lives to be so thankful for all that God's done in our life. And I love this time of the year. Just, uh, this, this past week, God has continued to wake me up. Can you bring my water, please? God has continued to wake me up with a song in my heart, just songs of praise. And it's been a, it's been a wonderful thing to wake up and have a song of praise burning in your heart. And I think it's because I've been thinking about all of this praise and thanksgiving, and it's just continued to flow out of my heart. Anyway, let's read this scripture. Lift up a great shout of joy to the Lord. Go ahead and do it. Everyone, everywhere. 
How about that? Everyone, everywhere. As you serve him, be glad and worship him. Sing your way into his presence with joy. Somebody say that with me. Sing your way into his presence with joy. Hey, it don't matter if you can carry a tune in a bucket or not. That's not the deal. Sing your way into his presence. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Hey, I love to sing. I love to sing my way into the presence of God. I spend a lot of my time when my prayer time, I love to open up with just singing to the Lord and just singing a praise and thanksgiving to the Lord. As you serve him, be glad and worship him. Sing your way into his presence with joy and realize what this really means. We have a privilege of worshiping the Lord our God. For he is our creator, and we belong to him. We are the people of his pleasure. Mm. You can pass through the open gates with the password of praise and come right into his presence with thanksgiving. Come bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. For the Lord is, your, is always good and ready to receive you. He is so loving that it will amaze you. He is so kind that it will astonish you. And he is famous for his faithfulness toward us. Everyone knows our God can be trusted, for he keeps his promises to every generation. Come on, he keeps his promises to every generation. He keeps his promises to every generation. I look over here to my left today, and I see family, and I see grand, I see grandpa and daughters and grandkids. And I, me, me, I was thinking about you this morning. I was, when I, was, uh, I, I was thinking about when I went to pray for your mom at the hospital, for Nana. I went to pray for Nana, but <laughs> Nana put something on me. <laughs> that I couldn't hardly drive home. The Holy Spirit, she just, I was praying for her. She was praying for me. We left there. I said, oh, Angela, I feel more blessed than to bless her. He, his passing to the generations down. The, the promises of God are faithful. And he is so true. And when we, when we think about the faithfulness of God, what more can we do but to give our heart and worship? To give our heart and praise, to lift our hearts, to sing to him. It should be a spontaneous reaction. It should become right out of our hearts that we, it flows from us. In the uh, ESV, it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his courts with praise. The courts of the temple were filled with the fragrance of incense. And this is a symbol of praise and faithfulness rising up to the heavens. I, I wanted to get some incense burning here today because I wanted you to smell it, but I just want you to smell it anyway. Just smell it in your mind. And the incense was burning. It's burning. It fills the temple, the fragrance of praise. When we come before the Lord with our worship, it's the fragrance of praise, and it's a, it's a sweet-smelling uh, incense before the Lord. In Psalms 141, he said, Let my prayer be in the, as the evening sacrifice, that burns like a fragrance of incense, rising as my offering to you as I lift up my hands and surrender and worship. Lord, I just lift my heart up and worship. I sing these songs of praise. Along with the incense was the animal sacrifice and the animal offering before the Lord. The incense is not some cheap store-bought 
poured out of a bottle on the altar, but it was a compound of spice and gum, and it was mixed with specific ingredients, and no other type could be used for worship in the temple. No other kind. It wasn't some cheap leftover something or another that I picked up off the nickel and dime store, but it was something that was taken much pleasure in and mixing this compound together to bring it specially before the Lord. And the incense is not just something that we just, we, we just take lightly, but it was something that was sacred. You know, when Jesus died so that we no longer have to bring the animal sacrifice to the altar, but our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving will never be outdated. Our sacrifice of praise when we get up in the morning, when we start our day, our worship throughout the day, that never will become outdated. As long as we are receivers of the mercy of God, we should be givers of thanksgiving. As long as we get up every day and say, Lord, you've been so good to me. Your mercy has followed me every day of my life. You know, his mercy permits us to enter into the gates, and we must come with a heart of thanksgiving. We must come with an attitude, a gratitude of praise and thanksgiving to God. And because of the Lamb of God, our Savior, Jesus Christ, we now have the privilege to enter into the, into the courts of the Lord. I want to pause here for just a moment because it's important to me that you understand this, and I know that you do, but just a little Old Testament. In the Old Testament, Jason, they couldn't come uh, into the Holy of Holies. Only the priests could come into the Holy of Holies. And they would stand on the outer courts, and they would, and they would want to sense and feel and touch and hear what God would have to say, but they were, sta- they were made to stand on the outer courts. And the priest would go into the Holy of Holies, and, and he would make the petition known before the Lord for those standing on, in the outer courts. But then Jesus died. And when Jesus died on the cross, the veil was rent. And he said, I'm going to give you full access. Come on, somebody. And he's allowed his church to come into that holy place. And it's not just sometimes, but it's all the time that we can enter into that holy place and we can make our petitions known before the Lord. We have a lot to be thankful for this morning. Come on, let's give the Lord a shout of praise right now. And no matter where we have been, he's given us access to the inner court. It's the secret place of the Most High. And our admission is our song and our praise. How we get into the court is just to bring a song of praise, to bring a, bring a song of worship. Maybe to bring our dance before the Lord. Maybe to bring our shout before the Lord. But we come into his presence with, our, with singing. Let us Praise the Lord forever, but let us let praise forever be on our lips and a song forever be in our heart. When you're going through a good day, let the song of praise be on your lips. But when you're going through a bad day, let the song of praise be on your lips. When you're on the mountaintop, let there be a song of praise on your lips. But when you're walking through the valley, let there be a song of praise upon your lips. David understood this more than anybody. David understood what it was like to get in the presence of God and take his harp out and begin to sing and write songs and make a melody before the Lord. And it empowered David's heart so that he had understanding of who God really was because of the intimate time he spent with him. And when others were afraid and others were scared and worried and running away, David said, let me take that giant because I know who my redeemer is. 
I've been with him in a place of praise. You see, when we go to this place of praise, we come out of that place of praise and we're equipped for whatever God has for us to do. Our worship, our worship is our warfare. Our worship is our warfare. And so somewhere along the way, along the way, uh, we, we enter to the gates and, and we get this idea that we've just kind of lost it along the way. We, we enter the gates of the Lord. The church house becomes a place. And I'm not just talking about church, but I want to specifically talk about this this morning. The church house becomes a place we come to get instead of come to give. We don't come with our worship. Sometimes we come with our complaints. Instead of our gratitude of God, your mercy is so good. God, your grace is so good. Your love is so good. God, you never leave me. You never forsake me. Listen, when we enter into the house of the Lord, we ought to come with an attitude of, Lord, what can I give you today? How can I worship you today? How can I lay my life down for you today? And when we learn that place of worship, then all of a sudden there's this open heaven over our head. You can't out-worship. You cannot out-give God financially. You cannot out-give God through your worship. You can't out-give God through your praise. When you give this praise unto God and your worship unto God, guess what? The heavens open up and there's a return that's coming to you. Psalms 122. I was overjoyed when they said, let us go up to the house of the Lord. And now at last we stand here inside the very gates of Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem, you were built as a city of praise where God and man mingle together. Come on, somebody. This place of praise is where God and man mingles together. This place of praise is where God comes. And the scripture says he inhabits the praises of his people. And when you begin to worship, God becomes, becomes to mingle with you. He comes to talk to you. He comes to sit with you. He comes to, he comes to be close to you. It's an invitation of, to his presence to come. and We worship and we lift up the name of Jesus. He comes to mingle with us. I don't know about you. That excites me right there. That excites me. I got up this morning and I was getting ready for church and, and, I, and I was, my stomach just started acting up so bad. I was like, Lord, what, you know, I've been hearing, you know, I got a text this morning. Maybe it was psychological. I got a text from one of our leaders this morning said, I won't be there today. I got the stomach bug. And I'm sitting at the table and I'm thinking, oh, Lord, I can't have the stomach bug. <laughs> I, I, I rebuke the stomach bug in Jesus' name. And I got to worshiping. And when I began to worship, I began to feel a shift. I got to my office. I began to worship God. I love you. I began to feel a shift in the atmosphere. So oftentimes, so oftentimes we let the little distractions of life keep us from our praise to him. And when we get distracted and we get all these things going on in our life, we need to stop somewhere along the way and say, okay, God, I got to have a moment of worship. And I said this a few weeks ago. If the only preaching you get to hear, the only Bible you hear is when you come to church, you're probably not getting enough on your diet. If the only worship you do is on Sunday morning, honey, you need to get your, you need to get your song of praise out. Because 
I, I, on the way to church this morning, I said, Lord, I love you every day. Haley was driving, and I said, Lord, I love you every day. I love you on Monday. I love you on Tuesday. I love you on Wednesday. I love you on Thursday. I love you on Friday. I love you on Saturday. I love you every day. And he said, that, that sounds like you got it first time, Dad. You said every day. That included all those. But I wanted to know that the Lord, I wanted the Lord to know, I love you every day. Every day. I don't want my Sunday praise to be the only praise there is. I don't want my Sunday worship to be the only worship there is. I want my worship to be every single day. Why? Because I want him to mingle with me. I need him to mingle with me. I need him to come in my life. I need the Lord. What a privilege we have. What a privilege we have to be in the presence of God. Psalms 34 said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise will continuously be in my mouth. Lord, I'm bursting with joy over what you've done for me. My lips are full of perpetual praise. I'm boasting of you and all your works. So let, let all who dis, are discouraged take heart. Join me, everyone. Let's praise the Lord together. Let's make him famous. Let's make his name glorious to all. Because of the cross, the doors of the church are open to the guilty, those that are broken, those that are hurting. And when we come to God with our offering of praise and we come to God with our offering of worship, you know what we're doing? We're infecting the earth with his goodness. Oh, is anybody here this morning? Our worship changes the atmosphere. Our offering of praise changes the atmosphere. When we give of our finances, it needs to be worship. This morning, we're going to, a few minutes from now, we're going to take up an offering, our Thanksgiving offering. I want to tell you something this morning. I want your Thanksgiving offering not to be something that becomes just a ritual that we do once a year, but I want your Thanksgiving offering to be an offering of worship. Why do I want it to be an offering of worship? Because when you give today your offering, I want it to be so lifting up the Lord today that he inhabits your family. That he inhabits your workplace. That he inhabits your city. That he inhabits your home. That the, that the Lord just becomes to inhabit everything that, that you touch and everywhere you go. Because we're given out of a place of worship. Not out of a place of I have to or I, 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 it's, a, it's, it's something I got to do. But something I get to do. You know what I, I, I hear sometimes in the morning times, uh, you know, we get up to go. Do I have to go? Do I? No, we get to go. Come on, we get to go. It's a privilege to get to go. It's a privilege to get up and worship the Lord every day. It's a privilege. Listen to me, folks. I feel like a little preach coming on me right now. It's a privilege that we have that we don't have to go in some place and, some, uh, uh, and, and hide away to worship, but we can worship freely. Such a blessing, such an opportunity, such a greatness in that. And so we shouldn't, ha we shouldn't have to promote worship. Worship ought to be perpetually coming out of our lips, perpetually coming out of our heart. And perpetually we should give praise at all times, at all times, at all times. I see the glory of the Lord inhabiting the earth. 
I see the glory of the Lord inhabiting the earth. I see the goodness of God transforming lives. And every time, every time one sinner repents, you know what happens? There's a party in heaven. Every time someone gives their life to Christ, the heavens begin to dance and to party and they're excited over one soul that says yes to the Lord. How excited are you today about your yes to God? How excited are you today about someone else's yes to the Lord? I don't want the heavens just to dance and shout. I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of that. I want our ushers to come. We're getting ready to take up our offering. Today as you give, this is going to be our offering, our Thanksgiving offering. You can also give of your tithe and your regular offering as well. There's this envelope, and uh, I would like for you to just take your offering and place it in this brown envelope uh, so that we'll know it's for our missions. I want our worship team to come. And as we give today, as we give today, let this be a heart of praise. Did you get my text, Peyton? Okay. I want him to sing that song that they were singing just a moment ago. There's something that moved me in that song. Lord, I came here with nothing. I came here with nothing. Broken with nothing. I look around this room this morning. I see testimonies. See April sitting over here who's so valuable to the kingdom of God. But if you knew her story, you'd say, wow, God, you're so good. You're so good, God. How many's got a testimony today? You can say, God, you're so good. See George and Tessie. Oh, we see them dancing in church and leading. And but if you knew the backstory, God, you're good. Mr. Cliff, I'm thankful to see you this morning. He's got a song on his lips. He'd been singing a long time. Used to be in honky-tonks, but now he's singing in church. The goodness of God. 
And Lisa, he's not done with you yet. There's so much grace on your life last year. So much goodness of God. And every test is for his goodness. It's a testimony. It's a testimony. How many's had your marriage restored because of the grace of God? How many's seen your kids healed? We've got so much to be thankful for. And so today we give out of that place of gratitude. Not because I have to, but because I get to. Because it's my position of worship where I say, God, you're good. And you're good all the time. You're good all the time. I love you, Jesus. Let's bow our heads. Father, we just thank you this morning. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your love for us. Your scripture says, while we were yet sinners, Lord, you died for us. So make me an offering, Lord Jesus. Make me a vessel, God, to be used by you, O God. Make me a vessel.